1: good evening everyone and welcome to network indiana's indiana sports talk it's brought to you by indiana donor network we have a lot of basketball to talk about girls sectional championships and college basketball and basketball right now though star of our show tonight man with all the scores all the championships the one and only eddie garrison
2: life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love
3: Thank you, Coach. It's a pleasure to be back in the big chair giving you updates every 15 minutes tonight along with our outstanding producer, Elijah Robertson. I'm Eddie Garrison, and let's take a look at some of those girls' high school sectional championship games from today in class Four, a Lake Central. They take their own sectional. They defeat Hammond Central 58-21 tonight. Valparaiso, they beat... Portage by 14 tonight, 47-33. In the Concord sectional, Elkhart Northridge, a three-pointer is the difference in this one. The advantage goes to Northridge, and they will move on to regional play next weekend as they defeat Elkhart 56-53. In the DeKalb sectional, Fort Wade-Snyder and Carroll of Fort Wayne, another close game, 58-52. Fort Wade-Snyder with the win. They will continue on and play in regionals. Homestead and Huntington Northridge, Fifty-nine, forty-four. 59 44 final score homestead with the win and in mountain vernon of fortville it was new pal in mountain vernon of fortville with mountain vernon defeating new pal 50 to 36 for network indiana sports i'm eddie garrison
2: life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy all hits no skips
1: Welcome back everybody i'm bob lovell this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network girls sectionals college basketball that's on tap we started out with paul kinder from the regional radio sports network busiest guy you know paul you had three games today right you're doing girls college basketball women's college basketball and you were doing everything today weren't you
0: yeah, added up in nightcap with men's college uh, volleyball. It was a busy day for us uh, and certainly a great opportunity to uh, get out and see a lot of great kids do a lot of cool things. But big matchup today, coach, at the Gates Gymnasium in Mishawaka as we had a chance to see the 117th meeting between the Bethel Pilots and the Wildcats of Indiana Wesleyan, both teams who have played. Really formidable schedules, Coach. Uh, Bethel has played 13 teams that's either been ranked or been receiving votes in the poll. They're now 6-7. and seven. Indiana Wesleyan has matched up against uh, 11 teams uh, in that same situation, either ranked or receiving votes. They are now 6-5. and five, mm. But the pilots who picked up a win earlier in the week against uh, a really solid Marion team. Uh, where I came out on the short end tonight at home. It's only their second loss all season uh, at the Gage Gymnasium on my Mike Lightfoot Court as Indiana Wesleyan picks up the 96 to 83 win and what it does it puts Bethel and Marion in a tie for fourth place right now. Bethel, would, uh, based on the current tiebreaker situation, Bethel would have the upper hand there. But once again, there's three games to go in Crossroads League play. A lot of things can happen, as you well know. But tonight it was uh, really uh, it was uh, it was Indiana Wesleyan the aggressor in this one, and I go back to the many years that uh, how many times that we heard Bob Knights Team get those upper advantages and those high number of free throw opportunities, and that's what won the game today for Indiana. Was and they got to the line 24 times, made 19. It was good mm-hmm. enough. The pilots only got to the line 11 times on the day. Both teams shot the ball really well from the perimeter. Uh, when it was all said and done, Indiana Wesleyan knocked down 15 triples. The pilots knocked down uh, 13 triples. So it was a uh, it was a game where four guys had were in double figures for 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 for, for both teams, but the difference today was Griffin Kleiber, a youngster who went off for 36 points and nine rebounds. He comes into action today averaging only 13 points and five rebounds. He was the difference in the Wildcats' win at Bethel today.
1: All right, so we're getting down to the end of uh, Crossroads lead play. It's getting interesting. Each one of these games has incredible performance, especially coming up in these next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, no question about Bethel be on the road in Mount Vernon on Wednesday and then a home game uh, against St. Francis and a road game against uh, Taylor. And for Indiana Wesleyan, pivotal games coming up against Taylor, Marion, and Mount Vernon respectively. So that Marion-Indiana Wesleyan game coming up in about a week uh, could uh, make the difference on uh, whether uh, Marion gets a home game or if Bethel gets a home game. So certainly the schedule makers, as always, the, it, it turns out that one or two games is going to come down to side the conference <laughs> championship, but right now right. Grayson and Iwu both tied at 12 at 3 atop the leaderboard.
1: He's Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network and the Indiana Football Digest. How many days until pads? Uh, 191, Coach. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't let me down. <laughs> so that's that's great stuff. Alright, Paul. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. Great to be with you tonight. Brian Sullivan from WNAS joins me. Brian, thanks for the call. Thanks for entertaining me, too, uh, with your, the picture of you, you in your, or your office where you have four different devices dialed to IHSATV.org. Good plug for them right there, as a matter of fact. Watching girls' sectional
4: basketball. Where would you like to begin? Where would you like to begin? I got to tell you, for somebody afflicted with a raging case of ADD, trying to keep track of four games at one time might have been my greatest athletic feat in history. Uh,
1: I, I I applaud number one your ingenuity and I, I I for me it would be impossible because technologically speaking I'm I'm inept. I think I'm pretty a pretty smart guy except. Technologically, I can handle myself and things other than that. And so to be able to rig this up and get it up and going and so that you, you're you able to watch some ball, well, you know, take me through these four games. What games did you watch and, and give me your impressions of them?
4: I'll start you with the closest one that we had uh, of the evening. And that was Corden against Scottsburg down in the Corden mm-hmm. sectional and Corden was 23-2 and two coming into the game, uh, but the only conference right. loss they had was to Scottsburg, and it was by a significant margin. And Scottsburg yeah. came out and jumped on them 12-2 to two tonight just like that. And you're thinking, mm, oh, my right. gosh, this is Corden's kryptonite. Uh, but they right. fought back, got back in the game, and it's a three-point lead at halftime teams go back and forth the entire third quarter and there was a, a key moment and i think dave sockle will call in later right. and, and give hey, more details but you know, it's 44 40
1: okay hey brian brian i hate i, I hate on. to jump in i i got this short break but i appreciate it okay hang on we'll come back we'll talk more sectional action with brian sullivan from wnas this is indiana sports talk Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Before the break, uh, our good friend Brian Sullivan was with us. You're talking about Corridon Scottsburg at the uh, Corridon Sectional. Great start by Scottsburg, but Corridon Central climbs back into it. So take me
4: in from there. Yeah, it's midway through the fourth quarter. It's a four-point ball game and just a monumental swing as – and hits a three-pointer, and as everybody was jockeying for the rebounding position, there's a Mm -hmm. a foul. They take the ball uh, to the free-throw line, miss the front end of the one and one get the rebound, put it back in, uh, get a stop on the other end, and then come back with a three-point play. And a four-point lead in a matter of two possession goes to 12, and that pretty much um, gave them the margin that they were able to work with the rest of the game yikes that's
1: amazing you know one three will do that to you. it gets everybody energized for heaven's sakes all right that's a great game so keep going what's the second game you were following
4: the one I was looking at you know, primarily was in that 4A sectional that we would typically cover, and it was Bedford North Lawrence at home taking on Silver Creek, and the Dragons are playing up in 4A for the first time after going to the mm-hmm. 3A state championship game the last couple of years. And this is where, and we saw this with North Harrison a few years ago, if you have any complaints with the IHSA tournament success factor, it's that... Silver Creek graduated all five starters from last year, and now you're playing all freshmen and sophomores that had nothing to do with that run. Um, And they kind of get penalized a little bit um, because, you know, with girls, the skill is there, the height is there, but the difference between seniors versus freshmen in terms of the physicality, um, Mm -hmm. I think that was a shock tonight because Bedford gets after you defensively. They're going to pressure all over the place, and if you're not physically strong and prepared for that type of intensity, especially when you're playing at Bedford, uh, that can be tough. And, and The big kid, the 6'3 kid that, uh, that Silver Creek's got, it's uh, Brooklyn right. Wren. She's cousins with Trey Kaufman Wren that's playing for Purdue. She's mm-hmm. going to be an outstanding player. She had 21-13 and 13 last night against Seymour, but she picked up a second foul pretty early on, and Bedford went uh, on a 10-0 run as soon as she got that second foul and, and pulled a away from there. So that's their 12th sectional championships in a row. Uh, Silver Creek's going to, when they go back to 3A here in a couple years, they're right. going to be one of the favorites to win a state championship there. Uh, and meanwhile, Bedford moving on. We don't know yet if they're playing Evansville Central or Jasper, uh, but they're going to be a pretty big favorite in that one at Bedford in the regional next week.
1: I would think so. Yeah. All right. So you got another game? You got, oh, sure.
4: we got a couple more here. Yeah. Okay. Um, In deference to my wife, the indianapolis Sassina graduates, I decided to check and see how the Crusaders were doing over at Triton Central this evening. So we Mm -hmm. had them against Eastern Hancock, and and Eastern Hancock – Probably uh, that quarterfinal game against Triton Central on Tuesday night, that was a 49-44 game. that I think most people probably expected to be uh, determining who was going to win the sectional championship. Uh, they jumped on Cecina early. Cecina kind of righted the ship, uh, have a guard named Abby Moore that had a big first half. To keep it within striking distance, but uh, Eastern Hancock's got a solid, solid team. They got a kid named Stapleton that had 20, and Ruby White, the big difference was they were just bigger inside, and they right, dominated the right. boards. And Ruby White had 15 and 11, and so they move on, and they're going to be taking on University in the Southmont Regional next week. I think Eastern or Eastern Hancock's now 22 and 3, so they're playing really well.
1: Mm. Hmm. All right, listen. I appreciate you calling me, but I've got to run to the scoreboard update. Absolutely. Uh, Enjoy the weekend. But really, I appreciate the call. Not a problem, Coach. All right. Brian Sullivan, thank you so much. Coming up, we get scoreboard update coming up. Then we're going to talk with Brad Silver from Hamilton County TV about the Fishers HSE game. Also, we'll talk with Keith Myers from Indiana SRN. We get a lot of basketball to talk about. We're glad you're with us. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Their website, driven the number two save lives dot org. Uh, don't forget. Uh, also, stay with us throughout the night. We're going to. Uh, it's uh, make sure that we are uh, you're with us. Um, we've got a lot of college basketball to talk about, a lot of girls' basketball to talk about. And so we will uh, we'll continue to bring you high school basketball. Let's go to Keith Meyer, some Indian SRN. Keith, thank you so much for the call. Uh, tell, where were you tonight? Hello, Keith. Uh, all right, uh, so we're uh, – Keith, thank you so much for the call. We're having a little technical issue. Which uh, which oh. game – where were you tonight? I, I don't recall.
0: We were at Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon beat New Power tonight, 50-36. to 36.
1: All right, Mount Vernon. Listen, playing at home, playing with one of the best coaches around. Tell me how they do this tonight.
0: Well, first of all, congratulations Julie Shelton winning her ninth Sectional uh, mm-hmm. of or coaching career, so they did it as a team effort. Bob, they came out early, uh, put some pressure on New Pal. Uh, the Jizzy girl from New Pal uh, was hot early, but then they just got. Looks like their legs left them a little bit, and Mount Vernon just kept uh, pulling away. And it was a very good, clean ball game. Took about an hour and seventeen minutes to play in actual time.
1: <laughs> love this
0: I was, right. I was in McDonald's <laughs> line early,
1: Bob. <laughs> Broadcaster's dream, quite frankly. Very impressive yeah, though. Uh, early. What what they've done. Keith, I want you to do this. I want you to hang on because we're we're up against a break. we have got some sure. issues that we're trying to resolve. So hang on to that thought. We'll come back and talk with Keith Myers, Brad Silbert. We've got a lot of a lot of basketball to talk about. Scoreboard update coming up right now. That music takes you to the to the scoreboard update this is network indiana's indiana
3: sports talk with this network indiana indiana sports talk scoreboard updates i'm eddie garrison let's move over to the college ranks big day in college basketball today in state that is specifically indiana and purdue the number one Boilermakers the makers travel to simon scott assembly hall this afternoon Take on the 21st-ranked Indiana Hoosiers, and the Hoosiers knock off the number one team in the AP poll for the first time since 2013, 79-74 was the win in large part because IU put up 50 points in the first half. Purdue outscored him by 10. Zach Eady by 10 in the second half. Zach Eady was a monster for Matt Painter's team today. 33 points, 18 rebounds and three blocks. Trace Jackson Davis was not too bad himself either. 25 points and seven rebounds for the Cinegrove project. But it was Jalen hood Shafino closing it out for Indiana. He had 16 points, including the last four of six. For Indiana, who is now 16 and 17. Purdue, 22 and 2. Big East action before that. Butler, they went on the road to the Golden Eagles of Marquette. And they give over a run for the money. 60 to 52 final score. Of the dogs now 11 and 13 on the season and three and 10 in Big East play. The Sycamores of Indiana State. They come one point shy of hanging up a hundred tonight in their win over the Murray State Racers. 99 56 was the final score for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Eddie Garrison.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. Before the break, Keith Myers from Indiana SRN talking about Mountain Vernon's win in their own sectional. All right, Keith, let's revisit this uh, very impressive win for Mountain Vernon. Tell me how they did it. Well, we've lost Keith. All right, Brad Silbert is with me from Hamilton County TV. The big one, the big matchup uh, tonight, Fishers over HSC 58-54. What a great game. What a great sectional, Brad. Sectional
5: 8 was something else, Bob. I've told a lot of people this week that I really feel privileged to be able to bring it to people this week because in over 50 years of covering Indiana basketball, this is the best I have ever seen, and especially especially for the girls. The crowd was just fantastic last night. It was standing room only. Tonight, well over 3,000 people, and the Fishers Tigers came in, and um, I'm not going to say they dominated the Royals, but uh, the Royals played to their type of game And the Tigers just uh, plain and simple took it to them. Uh, It was a good night for the uh, Smith twins. Haley Smith with 18 points. Olivia Smith with 12 12 points. Both of those girls on to uh, Ball State. But the story of the game was, from the get-go, the Tigers took control of the game. They were up by six after one quarter. Ten at the half. Seven after the third quarter. Royals got within three at one point in the fourth quarter. But then uh, the Tigers just took over and took command, and the uh, final score was 58-44. to On the side for the Royals, they were led by Riley McAlesky, who is uh, bound for a butler, and she had 20 points. Uh, Sister Maya kind of had an off night tonight. She only had seven points. She normally averages 16. So it'll be the Fishers-Tigers in the Homestead Spartans next week in game number two in the regional over at Marion.
1: You know, it's hard to top uh, semifinal Friday not only around the state, but especially in sectional number eight. I mean, you know, it's it, 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 as players and coaches, you've got to come back after the high of winning and beating a very good team, obviously, uh, on, fr- on thir- uh, Friday night, and you have a short turnaround time. It's amazing to me how, how demanding it is in all these sectionals, but especially that one when you had four teams ranked in the top ten. Yeah, definitely, and it
5: uh, was just uh... – you know from from my perspective as a broadcaster, it was one of the most fun games uh, the, the fun right uh, i I had a ball doing these games this week, and from a spectator standpoint you couldn 't ask for anything better. Everybody who was there most definitely got their money 's worth all three nights of this sectional. It was a great sectional
1: it was a great sectional because there's some tremendously talented young ladies in in that sectional you 're talking about high major recruits uh, tremendously talented. Uh, And I I understand uh, everybody wanting to to seed and do all these things. I I understand the motivation, but uh, this is a pretty spectacular tournament to bring out these types of games. Even though it might be early, you still get a chance to see some tremendous basketball.
5: Most definitely. And, uh, you know, as I said earlier, I just felt very privileged to even be a part of it and even, uh, you know, just – being in the house was just really, really right. special, and, and I hope we were able to bring that to the viewers.
1: I'm sure you were from Hamilton County TV, Brad Silbert, on the call of sectional number eight. Championship goes to Fishers, 58-54, taking on Homestead next week. And, uh, Brad, thank you so much. I'll look forward to talking to you next weekend.
5: My pleasure, Bob. Have a great one.
1: Thanks so much. Coming up, we have a lot more basketball. Coming up in the next hour, much more on the sectionals. We're going to talk some college basketball. I uh, Haven't had a chance yet. We'll do it later on in the show. Talk about the IU Purdue matchup. Um, interesting game. Great game to watch. Uh, I mean, I don't have uh, any loyalties. I mean, you know, I don't have favorite teams. Um, so I, I just again, I made it, the comment last night. It's great for our state when IU and Purdue are good. And it's great for our state when they have a game like this. Um, bragging rights, obviously. Uh, this time, go to go to the Hoosiers. Very impressive performance. Tremendous first half. Not sure they can play better than they did. Uh, interesting turnaround by the by the Boilers. You knew they would come out, change some things around, and, and um, the battle between the Bigs was fun. Was exciting. Uh, some great plays down the stretch by um, Jalen Hood Shafino. Uh, I thought the young guys at Purdue got a little bit exposed at times. Uh, and so, lessons learned, you hope. But it was a good game, a good good day to be uh, Indiana- the state of Indiana, basketball fan. And so we'll talk about it later on tonight. We'll get both perspectives. We'll get the IU perspective and the Purdue perspective. We'll also, coming up in the next half hour, we'll talk about Indiana State's impressive win against Murray State at the Holman Center, some small college basketball. And uh, as always, we encourage you, head to our Twitter page, pictures, videos, whatever you have, at Talk. Hashtag IST. Top of the hour school board update coming up. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.